Hello, beautiful people. My name is Zoe Gabrielle, and this is another episode of Beyond the Lines. I'm here with my wonderful guest, Tati. She is beautiful. She is kind. She's courageous, and she is an animal lover. We're going to get into the episode and talk about how kindness is always around the corner. All you have to do is unlock the door. Tati, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, my name is Tatiana. Um, I'm 23. I grew up in New Hampshire. Um, moved to North Carolina 2017 um, for college. I graduated ECU May of 21 and with my degree, my bachelor's degree in psychology and my minor in alcohol and drug studies. Uh, I plan on applying for graduate school uh, for fall of 2022 for my master's in rehabilitation. Um, a little bit about myself. Yes, I am an animal lover. I have a, a zoo at home. Really? With, yeah, lots of pets. I have eight different pets. Really? Um, yeah, reptiles. Um, I have a hedgehog. I have a uh, hedgehog. Yes, I have a hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the difference between a porcupine and a hedgehog? So, <clears throat> porcupines are way bigger. Okay. Yes, they're like they're huge, and their quills are like venomous oh so, wow i did yeah. not know that yeah whereas my hedgehog he's just a little guy and he's got, he's, his quills are definitely uh are sharp but thankfully not venomous so. okay <laughs> yeah his name is popcorn oh, i totally <laughs> thought you would have called him sonic yeah that's what, that's what everyone said i made a post um in this facebook group chat and i was like oh you know what should i name him and everyone was like sonic I was like, nah, that's cliche. <laughs> Too many people are saying it. I gotta go with popcorn. Yeah, uh, whenever you touch him, he pops around. Like, oh, that's little, cute. Little huff puffs is what they call yeah. it. So I was like, popcorn is perfect. Okay. Yeah. What 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 other animals do you have? I have four snakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that must be surprising when people walk into your yeah, room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes I I leave it up to them as like a surprise, and I tell them after they get there, um, just to see their reaction. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, they're secure in there, so it's like yeah. you know, safe a safe space. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, four different snakes, uh, three different types. I got two ball pythons, uh, a boa, and a corn snake, and then I have a bearded dragon. Nice. We call it the bearded wonder. <laughs> Her name is Cayenne. She's very spicy. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, she's a very spicy girl. So. I would um I, I wanna know if you had any opportunity to have one specific animal, like free of charge, vet visits covered, what would be the animal? I'm I feel like it's gonna be something aquatic, but you might surprise me with something that's like absolutely different. Y'all already know I have I would definitely get an octopus. An octopus? Yes. <laughs> okay, that is my, right. <laughs> my favorite animal is an octopus. I have like so many different octopus type uh yeah type things um around my grandma's house, around nice. my house too. Um so yeah definitely the octopus so you liked ursula more than ariel growing up yeah Yeah. for sure (laughs) poor unfortunate souls she said no that soul is beautiful and i want her in my bedroom yeah they're so different so unique so intelligent i Mm -hmm. I love like you know um intelligence is just very attractive to me so um just the fact that they're very smart animals i just i love that that's a great characteristic that's awesome beautiful beautiful animals okay cool so when i first met you I met you through mm-hmm. my best friend Deja but I know that it was one thing surprising seeing how many animals that you had mm-hmm. but also I told you I was a little intimidated yeah. but from meeting you I thought that you were going to be the typical 
really pretty mean girl and you're going to be like, yeah, no, I'm awesome. And (laughs) I'm incredibly just beautiful. And a lot of people want to talk to me, but I don't talk to them back. But you were like, hey, girl, what's up? How are you doing? what's what how's your day what's it going what's going on in your life you want to talk um and I felt like I talked to you for Mm -hmm. 10 years so how did you become such a social person were you always that like social or I feel like people often get the wrong impression of me because I get that a lot I get like people are are often intimidated by my appearance but I'm like how you said I'm very friendly very outgoing and that all stems from um just experiencing a really lonely childhood you know in my house you know around like my loved ones Mm -hmm. I just feel like I never got enough attention like positive attention from them Mm -hmm. you know and so just that feeling of loneliness I just I just always imagine like I always told myself you know once I get older once I find my independence and find myself like I'm never going to be in a position again to feel that type of loneliness because mm-hmm. I'll have a lot more control over yeah. my surroundings, my environment, the people I choose to be around. Yeah. You know, so I took full advantage. Like as soon as I got my independence, I was I just unleashed like my true self and I just wanted to talk to everyone. I wanted to get to know people. I wanted mm-hmm. to know their background, you yeah. know. So you know, it was just it like I said, it just all stemmed from that. So do you feel as if uh lonely childhood, mm-hmm. do you feel as if you feeling that loneliness you also wanted to ensure that other people that were in your atmosphere your surroundings they never felt similar to how you felt yeah of course um I always said to myself that I hope that one day I can be the person that I never had when I was growing up yeah you know so um, a lot of, you know, my true self involves, you know, being a part of others' lives. Like, I I love to build connections with other people. You know, it's very, you know, I try to give off positive energy to them. And mm-hmm. a lot of the time I see a lo- receive a lot of positive energy back, yeah. you know? Like, it just, you just never know what giving off positive energy can do for somebody else. Because mm-hmm. I know that, you know, any time in my past that someone presented positive energy to me, I was immediately attracted to it because I was surrounded by negative energy all yeah. the time, you know? So I think it's a big deal to to get to know people and talk to people and get to know who they are and show care to their lives, you know, because all these connections that I've made with different people, just, you know, being myself, those are things that are, you know, priceless, you know, so yeah. valuable in s- sentimental ways, you know, and it makes up a lot of who I am, you know, and I hope that, I could give that same impression to others. You know what I mean? That's incredible. Always extending your hand out and just trying to be the most mm-hmm. authentic and caring person that you can be. Did you grow up in North Carolina? Um, I grew up in New Hampshire. Um, that's where I spent 14 years of my life. Um, I grew up in a city. Um, it was very diverse, the area that I was at. Mm-hmm. Um, I was moving around all the time. I went to like seven different elementary schools. Wow. Yeah. Um, and that's also, a, I, I didn't even think of that. That's also a big participant in my yeah. um, being outgoing because I was moving around so much. And I had to I make, had to make friends. friends. Exactly. I was yeah. constantly having to meet new people, you know, um, even though I knew those relationships would be short lived. Mm-hmm. Um, you wanted to make the best out of I, them. Exactly. I was definitely trying to make the best out of my situation. So um, luckily I stayed at one middle school, built tons of relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to two different high schools. I Started my freshman year in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. um, and then I moved in the middle of my freshman year, and I moved yeah. to Ohio, and that's where I started my second high school. Okay. 
And it was definitely a lot different. Okay. A lot different for me, yeah. How so? Um, just moving out into the middle of the country. Um, the first high school I went to was very, very diverse. Like, so many different types of people, mm -hmm. you know. Um, all different ethnicities, religions, cultures. So much diversity. And then you go to Ohio and... Uh, it was a predominantly white school yeah. and they all, it seemed like they all had kind of one mind, you know, yeah. it was a very, and it was a very closed mind at that, Yeah, you know, so I got there and I, I kind of felt nervous, you know, a, a little out of place at times, you mm -hmm. know, but I was still determined to be myself and try to reach out to people, meet new people. And that's what I did. Um, but it was definitely the, the way that people went about things was definitely different. You know, th mm -hmm. there was a lot of racism in my wow. school, a lot of racism in the community. Uh, my family that I was staying with, a lot of them had race, racist tendencies, you know. Yeah. But they loved, they, they, they were so determined to tell people they weren't, but yeah. their behavior just showed differently, you know. Yeah. So that and, was definitely a little awkward. And you made the effort to call them out on it, too. Oh, yeah. And that's uh, that was, like, a big part, like, a big part of the reason why I couldn't stay in Ohio is because, you know, I would get into arguments with my family members about, like, their racial remarks, you know, or, you know, any anyone that was different, you know. Being that, prejudiced. Yeah, exactly, you yeah. know. Um, and I just, and they would tell me things like, don't tell people you're mixed. And, you know, I remember one time um, this biracial um, uh, man asked me to, to prom, and I had to tell him no because my family wouldn't let me go with him. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I was like. That this is this is not my vibe. This is not yeah. my type of energy. I'm a very loving, accepting person. So yeah. you know, it just felt like I was trying to grow, but there was a there was, you know, something stomping on yeah. that on my growth, you know? Like yeah. it's like a flower trying to grow, but you can't if something is standing on it, you know. And so you decided, hey, I'm gonna make my own garden yep. and you booked it to North Carolina. That's right. I yep. know when I was talking to you earlier, you said North Carolina is your dream home. Yeah. How did that come about? I've never heard <laughs> anyone say that before, which I, it's just, it's, it's not a bad thing. I usually talk to people that are like, I want to go to Chicago. I want to live in California. I want to go to Washington. I want to live in Texas even. Um, but those are a lot of metropolitan areas mm -hmm. in there. North yeah. Carolina, we have Charlotte, we have Raleigh, but it also is like mountains and yeah cookouts and that's, and that's the best part about it yeah. north carolina you know you got the beaches and the mountains yeah like that's that true. is that is such a great like that's not and that's what i was saying you know like it's just such a state to great state to be in because it's, it's such a um you know a balance of everything yeah you know the weather the you know the different attractions you know but uh, my mom was actually born here both my mom and my dad were born um in raleigh and so um I wasn't born in Raleigh, though, but my parents, were that's where they met. And so uh, my mom, when I was young, she uh, moved to uh, New Hampshire because she had met my sister's dad. Yeah. And so that's why I spent most of my life in New Hampshire. Okay. And uh, my dad stayed back in Raleigh. Mm. And so I would come to Raleigh. I've been flying planes since I was like four wow. years old. Okay, so <laughs> like, you're a jet setter. Yeah, I've, I've been riding the plane by myself since I was yeah. like four. So um, definitely unfazed by flying um, but yeah, I would go holidays, summers, you know, any opportunity that I had to come to Raleigh, I would make my way here because, um, you know, my family was here and I wanted to have a stronger relationship with my father. And you had an instant connection. You just felt mm -hmm. at home. That's yes, beautiful. Very comfortable here. So when you got into ECU, you were like, chef's kiss yes <laughs> i was so excited because they actually called me they called you yes it's crazy um so i moved here um to north carolina the day after i graduated high school i moved in with my grandmother yeah um 
And so I started off at Wake Tech, you know, because I was out of state. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was waiting to get in state so I could go to a university. So I did my time at Wake Tech. And so I applied to ECU. I applied to some other colleges, too. Um, but ECU was where I had my mindset on because at the time I was um, trying to do nursing. Yeah. And ECU has a very well-known nursing program. And so... I just remember applying and waiting to hear from them. And then I got a phone call and I remember they left a voicemail and you know how they have the transcript mm -hmm. for the voicemail. Yeah. I remember, man, I was so sad when I read it because it kind of spoiled it in a way. <laughs> and so I read it and just said, congratulations. Admission <laughs> to ECU. And I just immediately called him back and I was like, oh my God, I was accepted. And I was like, grandma, I was accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. And then shortly after that, I got the little, you know, the little letter. Of, yeah. You know, you're in. So... I was so, I was so pumped. Yeah, <laughs> that was basically uh, a sign from the universe telling you, come on. Exactly. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to your place. And I was so happy because, you know, my, my grades at the beginning of high school and middle school and stuff, you know, I was going through a rough time at home. So my grades had fell substantially because of that. But um, when I moved to Ohio, my grandparents were so focused on me picking my grades back up and, you know, doing better in school. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was able to, you know, honor roll, high honors, yeah. you know, dean list type stuff. So by the time I got done with high school, you know. My, you were a student. Yeah, I was doing so much better. So yeah. I was a little worried at first that, like, you know, my initial grades would impact, you know, my ability to get into college. But thankfully, it I still was able to yeah. get in. Well, ECU is happy to have you. I'm happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. I know that <laughs> you said that you graduated uh, last year, yep. but you're looking to come back to ECU. You want to go to graduate school. What do you want to go to graduate school for? So they have a master's program here called clinical counseling. Okay. Um, it's a concentration in rehabilitation. Mm -hmm. So um, like I stated, I graduated with my bachelor's in psychology with a minor in alcohol and drug studies. Mm -hmm. um, the goal is to work in rehabilitation i would love to rehabilitate people especially people yeah. that have problems with mental health mm -hmm. um substance abuse issues you mm -hmm. know um trauma yeah. you know all all things centering around that um i'm very passionate about it you know i it took it took me a while to figure out that that's what i wanted to do because like mm -hmm. i said i started off with nursing first because yeah. i was like i knew i wanted to help people mm -hmm. but my initial my initial thought was help people physically yeah you know and so then I got into it, you know, I took all the class, anatomy, microbiology, chemistry, all that good stuff, and uh, shadowed some nurses, and I just, it just didn't click the way I was expecting it to, Yeah. you know, so um, then I transferred into art, because art is my hobby, Yeah. so I was like, okay, I'm gonna be an artist, I'm yeah. gonna, you know, do some tattoos or something, but yeah. then a whole semester doing art, and I was like, this is horrible, <laughs> I hate this, no. I want to get out so <laughs> yeah. bad. You know, so after that, I was like, okay, keep looking, keep looking. And then psychology popped out to me, mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, okay, like, let's, let's look into this. And they were talking about like classes, like abnormal psychology, you know, learning about mental health and, uh, mental disorders yeah. and, uh, you know, uh, uh, what was it? Um, cognitive psychology, learning yeah. about, you know, how your brain works, um, your eyes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it just all seemed very appealing. And then once I took my first semester, um, doing psychology, I just excelled so much. Like, mm -hmm. I did so much better. It was crazy watching how, like, I just skyrocketed. You yeah. know, my grades were well. Like, I was studying. I was learning the material. I was dedicating so much time to and so much energy into, mm -hmm. you know, retaining the information in my classes. So um, that's, that's just how I knew, like, okay, like, this is This is the one. Yeah, exactly. This is what I need to be doing. Yeah. So um, thankfully, you know, finished – 
my bachelor's. And then I was looking around because a lot of the, um, you know, the job market in psychology, they make it so, you know, you really have to have a master's in order to counsel people the way that I intended to. Yeah. So that's when, uh, as soon as I graduated, I was like, okay, I got to hop right back into it, you know? And so uh, I took a semester off to kind of figure things out, you know, try to figure out how I wanted to go about things. To breathe. Yeah, exactly. Find some opportunity. I just got done doing four years of college. Yeah. So, um, and I planned on going back in spring of 2021, but you know, life, life. happens. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, things happen. So yeah. I had to take a, had to take an extra semester off, unfortunately, but have you're going to get back to yeah, it. Exactly. Full intentions on going back. You know, I've already done a lot of research into the material and, mm-hmm. you know, about the courses and, um, where, what my next step is pretty yeah. much, you know, the foot forward on beyond the lines. We discuss what health and wellness means to an individual. Mm-hmm. With this podcast, I want to ensure that people know that health isn't just a one-size-fits-all. It's very much a, you have to see what works for you. You have to find what is the best for you. And that goes for physical health, Mm -hmm. mental health, emotional health, and even spiritual health, if you find that that aligns with your health and wellness. So can you tell us a little bit about what your health and wellness looks like? You've stated before that you you strive to be a kind and compassionate person because it Mm. fuels you as a person. You are a social person. um, And one of your goals is to go out, reach out to people and make sure that they know that they can extend their kindness. Yeah, exactly. So uh, explain to me what, what it's a little bit about you and your journey to the healthiest version of yourself, even if you're still on it, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, so how you were saying, um, there's so many different therapeutic methods that people go about life because, you know, everything works for people differently, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and my coping mechanism, you know, when I, especially in moments where I'm really feeling down on myself, you know, when I... You know, I, I feel, I always say when I'm feeling very small and tiny in the world, yeah. you know, it, something about it, just something about it makes me feel better. Just like going out and just saying something nice to somebody else, yeah. you know, like it just uplifts me. Just seeing people smile, seeing people happy, that genuinely like fills my heart, like just something about it. And so, you know, whenever I have those moments, you know, um, even on social media, even just like, you know, you see someone's story on Snapchat, you mm-hmm. just swipe up and go off, boo, pop off, let yeah. them know, let them know what's up, you know, you know, so doing things like that and just seeing like how people respond to it, like, you know, yeah. you just give out that loving energy, even if you feel like you don't have it, just like just making that attempt to give it out and then receiving it back. Like that is just so fulfilling for me, you know, so I definitely invest my time into talking to others, you know, it all goes into that extroverted social type of vibe that I have um and another thing is art so you definitely feel like creativity stimulates you yeah for sure um I've just always been a creative person so that's always been my uh my outlet Mm -hmm. you know um just art um artistic forms just different artistic forms so god I I I was a lot more in tune with that in high school yeah you know I, I was living also more sedentary lifestyle so once I got more active yeah you know throughout my adulthood you mm-hmm. know within the most recent years I've definitely started to use uh fitness as an outlet more okay. you know uh whenever I feel upset or angry just try to you know 
Are you a go on a run type of girl? <laughs> running, I hate running. Okay, That's the one I thing was, I, I hate. I was going to say, I like, oh. I admire the people that can go on a run when they're stressed, <laughs> but girl, my lungs no. burn looking at them. I just can't. If I had to, I would like, I would go skating. I would go riding my bike. Yeah. I would do yoga. I would go dancing, but running, literally, you have to be a champion because I, d- I don't know how they push through I, it. I've tried it. I've tried it with <laughs> one of my friends and he was teaching me the... The little, the little breathing techniques and, and then stuff. when they say you'll get a runner's high <laughs> no i was like yo we gotta I'm, stop i'm just miserable <laughs> i'm done with this i'm done with I'm this i'm just sad <laughs> my knees hurt <laughs> especially when it's cold outside oh god forbid you go home and take a nap after this so many mixed emotions oh that i really be feeling the same way after i do a run oh it's been a long time since i've actually fully <laughs> went on a run like yeah uh-uh. i will say though like i enjoy being active as well too yeah. i think that it is true what they say about it unlocking the endorphins and mm-hmm. helping you express those emotions that may be dormant or mm-hmm. you just want to find some type of release also i am the type of person to do impulsive things so i was talking to my dad the other day and i was like skydiving mm-hmm. he was like <laughs> we'll see but i feel like you tati like you would definitely go skydiving with me yeah no i i love exciting things yeah i i'm so intrigued by um excitement and like adrenaline rushes yeah you know so i think that like at the same time, anxiety, you know, like the fear of trying something new, but yeah. like at the, feeling uncomfortable mm-hmm. is, you know, obviously no one wants to be uncomfortable, but at some, at some point you have to break out of that comfort zone in order yeah. to like experience something new, you know? And yeah. I feel like that rush, oh, I can only imagine what that rush would be like <laughs> because those moments, like that feeling of anxiety and like that rush you just feel so alive it's like a good anxiety exactly like that's the moment where you realize like i am living in this moment i am alive i have one life exactly like those are the moments that you really have to live i'm saying like (laughs) those and it's all about that uncomfortable because so many people because i i bet you so many people would say no i can't skydive you know yeah that's that's too crazy yeah you know sometimes you need a reminder listen if you have those thoughts just do it yeah just do it shia labeouf said it best go ahead (laughs) and just do it just go do something that's completely outside of your comfort zone yeah you know and and like how you say how you're impulsive i feel that same that same type of way i have that impulsivity like where i feel like i need to like uh with my animals oh my gosh i got literally all those animals in the span of like a year because it was all off of impulse like i just saw it and just need hyper fix like you know hyper fixation is so real yeah you know so at one point i was really hyper fixated on like just getting more and getting more and getting more until i realized i was like okay Uh i'm at eight now (laughs) i should probably chill out (laughs) but like it's one thing if like your impulsivity comes with like strategic planning and you know the the actual some type of planning with Mm. it because it's one thing to be impulsive and Mm. to be hyper fixated on something um and it comes at an expense of some like uh, a living being's life yeah Yeah. you know you have eight animals and i'm sure that like you were impulsive when getting it to an extent but it wasn't it wasn't to like a a, a harsh extent because you did plan it out you Mm -hmm. knew what to do to take care of them exactly so that is to say like yeah take a chance on yourself Mm -hmm. without risk there's no reward yeah absolutely not like 
I, I believe that wholeheartedly because for another thing I, I was going to say with my journey to coming to into my own, I was scared to, for one, come to ECU. Yeah. I was afraid that my parents were going to be so mad at me. And I was like, hey, if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I know it's the best choice for me. So you do have to take a chance on yourself. Yeah. And I think that you are the poster child of taking a chance on yes. yourself because who who's going to be your biggest supporter other than you yeah no for real I, that's why you know i growing up i didn't really have much love surrounding me so i had to form that love within myself yeah and that's exactly what i did i said if y'all are not going to give it to me i'm going to figure it out either way yeah. you know at the end of the day i'm going to make it myself and then not only was i able to create it for myself but i was able to share it with others yeah you know i just felt like i had made so much that i was like okay I gotta start you, giving you it filled up, up your cup, exactly, and you were able to pour into other people. Yeah, because exactly. You you took the time to discover yourself mm-hmm. and to also actively heal, which yeah. can be hard. That's not saying that it was an overnight process for you. Mm-hmm. That's not you telling people like you just decided to choose yourself and then it was easy choosing yeah, yourself no, every day. Of course not, because we're all human. Yeah. So, and I spent so much time thinking about others. You know what I mean? So like. I don't know. At one point, I was just like, okay, I got to invest that same type of energy into myself that I want to put into other people. Yeah. And when you were able to say that, invest Mm -hmm. in yourself, then you were able to invest in others because Mm -hmm. you knew your limits, you knew your boundaries, and you knew that at the end of the day, you do come first, but that's not in a malicious way. That's Mm -hmm. in the... I have to love me first. And it's that that balance. You have to have a balance of like self-love and loving others, you know? Mm -hmm. All right. So it is the point of the episode where we take a small break. I know, I know you miss her already, (laughs) but we are going to come back in just a short moment. When we come back from the break, we are going to discuss the cultivation of self-love and the love for others. We're going to discuss how to take a risk on yourself in the best way possible, and we are going to get into some games. Uh, We'll see you in just a moment, and we're going to take that break. And we are back from our break onto the next segment of our episode. I just want to thank you in advance for coming in, Tati. I've had such a great time talking to you. Oh, of course. Thank you for inviting me. I need to know, so how do you find the time to continue to give to yourself, but also give to others? You seem to be very well versed and knowing kindness is not a limited resource. It's unlimited and it's infinite and it's ever flowing especially if you continue to give yourself the time that you need so you can give to other people can you like give us advice on how to really cultivate that compassion and empathy for others and ourselves okay so there's this one sentence that sums everything up right okay what you think about yourself matters okay don't tell me that what (laughs) what you think about yourself matters i'm gonna have to think all night (laughs) (laughs) i know that like like some days are really hard for me too you know and you know you should spend time daily you know just taking a minute to 
you know, recognize your achievements, big or small, doesn't matter. Progress is progress either way. So mm -hmm. always make sure you're recognizing yourself for what you have accomplished. You know, talk nicely to yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I look so beautiful today. And just those positive affirmations, like, I don't think people realize how far that actually goes, yeah. you know, or how far that takes you mentally, yeah. you know, that having just taken that moment to like breathe, relax, you know, just, just appreciate yourself. That is very significant in why I feel the way I do every day. Okay. You know, um, another thing is, uh, you just never know what somebody is going through. Yeah. You have no, like I have, there, there's been times where I've had to put on a brave face and, Nobody had any, I, I was, I just never gave anybody the impression that anything was going on in my head or was yeah. anything wrong, you know? Um, but, you know, if anyone had said something to me at that point, I probably would have, I probably would have cracked. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and that's, that's the thought that I carry with me, you know, is just, you just never know what someone is going through in their mm -hmm. daily life. And, you know, just a few words of encouragement can make the difference between giving up and continuing on. Yeah. So just you look beautiful today. Your hair is popping, girl. Look at those earrings. Those fit so well on you. Yeah. That outfit, you let them know. You let yeah. them know what's up. You know, just doing stuff, you know, and feeling that for yourself and for others, you know, positivity is, is such a beautiful thing. And I think people mm -hmm. should utilize it every day to their full advantage. You know, just, you never know what a small little comment can do for somebody else. You know, you can make their day easily just by saying something nice. I've, Absolutely agree with you. I know for myself, I really enjoy giving people compliments. I feel as if when you give someone a compliment, it can, you never know if it can change the trajectory of their day. I know when people give me compliments, I'm like, mm -hmm. you really think so? Oh my goodness. I'm seen. I'm yes. perceived. I am in this world and a being and I'm not invisible. It, yeah. it feels great. So when I get them, I know I, I can only imagine how other people yeah, feel when they, when they receive them. And it's, it's a cycle, you know, like you just start off a cycle where, you know, Oh, you know, that person, mm -hmm. beautiful hair, pop off, boo. You never know what they could take that and do for the next person. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's so influential, you know, yeah. that's, that's why it's so important. Just like spread that positivity. Okay. You know, Give out that compliment. If you happen to be a person that is dealing with anxiety, depression, or you're just having a particularly rough day, know that you are not alone. ECU has a, an array of options for you. With ECU Cares, there are tons of communities and services to help you get through that rough time. There is the Dean of Students, the Center for Counseling and Student Development, there is also an ECU crisis hotline that you can call. We will provide all the details within the podcast description. And again, I want you to know that you are not alone in the situation. And bad days are just that. They're bad days, but they don't last forever. And tomorrow is going to be a better day. With that, we're going to lean into our next segment. And we're going to have some fun Ooh. we're gonna play a game and we're going to end the episode with some fun facts we are going to ask tati some 72 questions vogue style Ooh. they're not going to be all 72 but they are going to be very much in the style of vogue if that even makes sense those are really fun to me i don't know yeah. if you've seen the videos before no, i've seen i've seen some here and there like especially on tiktok okay well we'll be back in just a moment thank you for tuning in and do not touch that dial
And we are back from the break. I had such a great time talking to you, Tati, and I'm sad the episode is ending. But you gave us some great information on how to be the best versions of ourselves and reminding us that being the best versions of yourself is also extending that kindness to your friends, your family, your community. Now with that, we're going to get more into knowing who you are as a person. (sighs) So we can get just the whole the whole picture of who Tati is. Now, on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you about life right now? Mm, I would say a 10, nine, a 9.5, 10. Me, tell me why. Because my life has, over the past few months that I've been focusing on myself, um, I went through a serious situation in December, so I've been focused on myself a lot. Yeah. And I am feeling better than I have in a long time. I've just been okay. loving myself and loving others. So yeah. I'm enjoying life. The whole entirety of this episode, you know? Yes. Love yourself, love others. Describe yourself in a hashtag. If you were trending on Twitter, what would be the hashtag that would pop up? Hashtag spicy tati. Spicy tati? <laughs> That's what they call me at work. Really? Yeah, because I go around, I'll be like, I'm feeling pretty spicy today. Okay. <laughs> and my coworkers will be like, yeah, spicy tati. <laughs> Sriracha sponsoring your life right now. <laughs> um, who is your style icon? My style icon? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody's style that I really, ooh. Mm. Man, I'm sorry, I don't think about these things sometimes. <laughs> I like very outlandish styles. Okay. I love pe- I love self-expression. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, the whole being artistic, you know, expressionistic. I think individualism is beautiful. Yeah. So I don't know. I like, I, I, I'm so intrigued by so many different things. I don't think there's like one one specific style icon that like draws me to it more than others. Like I'm just interested. In okay. Your top three. Top three. Mm. For me, hands down, Zendaya. Then they, I, you know what's crazy? That was like one of the first people that popped in my head. Yeah, like she dresses yeah, to no, the she, nines. She, she really does. When she's on that red carpet, bangers, okay? They yeah. all look great. Even when she's in sweatpants, I'm like, how do I look like you? <laughs> I don't know how to describe certain people's styles. I can like describe styles. Like I like my sister. She has like this colorful gothic style. Okay. I think that is like so the the pastel cool. pants, yes. but the like the chokers. And yes. Cute but scary. And my sister fits that so well. I just yeah. love it seeing that on her. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love I don't know like tomboy style. Yeah. Little tomboy little style going on. Okay. Like, okay. Boo, like. I don't know, but I also like classic dressing out. You know what I mean? Yeah. The classic, you know, the turtleneck. Yeah. You know, the nice dressy pants, the the trench coat. You yeah. Know, I, I, uh, there's just so many different styles. I just, I, that you're an eclectic I woman. I am. It's yeah. so diverse. So many different things I love. Okay. So if you had to pick a favorite piece of clothing that you own, what would it be? I have this long sleeve Hennessy shirt. It says okay. anything is possible. Okay. And I love wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink Hennessy, but I love that yeah. shirt. <laughs> it's a good joke. Solid joke. <laughs> uh, um, what's your least favorite color? We always hear about your favorite color. What's your least favorite color? Green. 
Really? Except Why? for except for olive green. I really like olive green. Okay, that, that's the exception. Why don't you like green though? I don't know. It's just something about it throws me <laughs> off. I just whenever I see it, I'm like, Are you nah. not like a Christmas girl? Do you not like the red and greens no. that pop around? <laughs> I mean, for Christmas, it's cool. But I would never combine red and green any other time. <laughs> like it's simply symbolic of Christmas for me, and that's it. Um, yeah. Just, if you had to take it out of the color wheel, would you? Yeah, gone. I would. I wish all the leaves and trees were like purple or something. <laughs> like all this green. That's fair. That's fair. That's and fair. it's really funny because green is actually connected with like a really positive yeah. influence. Yeah. But, for some but reason, you're just like, you don't rock with me. No, you can't do it. No, not the green, y'all. Okay. Sorry. Last question. If someone had to make a dessert out of you, what would be the ingredients? <sighs> Cayenne pepper. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Chocolate for sure. Love me some chocolate. Um, uh, what is that? With the, I, I'm I'm thinking of like mousse. <laughs> well, I had such a great time talking to you, Tati. This has been a very enlightening episode. I'm gonna have to go home and do a little self care routine and think <laughs> about how do I, I can pour into myself. Yes, ma'am. If you had a great time listening to this episode, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. You know the whole thing that YouTubers say. We are available on all podcast platforms meaning spotify apple music google play so make sure that you heart us like us whatever the app has the capabilities to do and give us five stars so we can continue to give you the best content possible i also want to know if possible could you guys tell us what you want to hear in the next episode what's something that you want to hear what stories do you want to know that are told and do you want to be represented? If you would like to be a guest on the show, make sure to shoot us an email and we can talk about what you want to talk about. This is what Beyond the Lines is about. It's about you. Thank you guys so much again for listening to this week's episode. I had such a great time, Tati. Thank you for coming in. And uh, I don't know. Let's go get some smoothies or something. Let's get some self-care. Yes. I got to get our nails done. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> This is another episode of Beyond the Lines. Remember that the world is a better place simply because you are in it. <laughs>